Lots of vendors see a future in artificial intelligence technology. Lots of federal agency managers have a sense AI could help their programs. Now, Microsoft has launched a special government version of what it calls its AI Business School. Here with the details, Corporate Vice President for Microsoft AI, Mitra Azizirad. Good to have you on. Thanks so much. Honored to be with you today. Tell us about Microsoft AI Business School. First of all, before we get to the government version, what is this for all the other customers? Yeah, it's um, AI Business School uh, is something that we launched in March. It's our online masterclass series, and we designed it really for business leaders and government leaders to be able to look at how they can achieve real results from, from AI. And our goal was to really provide these leaders uh, with insights from other leaders across industries, um, government agencies, across a variety of functions about overcoming the top challenges they face when using uh, AI. So it's about finding strategic applications for AI, how you build a, a data-driven and collaborative culture. Um, interestingly enough, one of the top issues that we hear from leaders around AI is not necessarily around the technology. It's in how to motivate and inspire their employees. And so there's a whole component on that collaborative culture. Uh, there's also a module around AI governance and uh, responsible AI. And then also a module on understanding what the technology can do. And uh, we designed this in, in partnership with INSEAD, which is a top global business school. That seems to be some common themes going on in artificial intelligence, beginning with the idea of having a good use case. And I think a lot of agencies get the sense that lots of things could be helped by AI. But how does someone work their way toward what is a good place to start, what that first use case might be? Well, it's, it's interesting because in terms of looking at the use cases, um, you know, developing an AI strategy, number one, it extends beyond the value creation, which is what the use case um, component is, to leadership. You know, what are the behaviors and capabilities that you really need to have in order to instill an AI-ready culture? Because in a lot of these sort of process transformations, you want people to be in a position to volunteer the, uh, their processes uh, for sort of AI. And looking at those scenarios is important that we make sure that both of those sides are connected. So what we look at is when the technology adoption and the cultural transformation are done together, that's a force multiplier. So we look at both things. From a, a use case perspective, um, because you see huge um, quantities of, for instance, financial data, um, we see that taxation is a prime candidate for enhancement from AI. Uh, that's a, a case scenario that we actually have in the government-specific uh, uh, modules. Um, but it's also even about using uh, natural language processing systems to analyze taxpayers' questions. Um, when they call uh, call centers or through online chats uh, to help identify issue, issues when there's new rules or new legislation, um, AI offers a path overall to leverage this um, explosion of data and a vast array of predictive models. So we, you know, see tax administration as a as a pretty popular um, use case. Um, and then, you know, another area in terms of where you can marry AI uh, and IoT is around um, efforts from departments of transportation 
where they're looking to meet the challenges of, for instance, reliable road transportation. Um, one of the case studies in the government module is how the Alaska Department of Transportation pioneered the advanced uh, road analytics approach that they took, which is using, uh, really interestingly, IoT sensor info on air temperature, wind speed, precipitation, and then they aggregate that with external data on, you know, around meteorological data to produce these real-time weather reports and then determine proactively when the best time is to activate their services. And so it's really in these use cases all about creation of, of value, enhanced effectiveness in the face of shrinking budgets, of course, um, and so w in that way, it, these are very promising areas for the application of AI um, sure. to make government services more efficient and accessible. We're speaking with Mitra Azizirad. She is the Corporate Vice President for Microsoft AI. And looking across the government, or the, I should say the public sector landscape, would you say that state and local entities might be a little bit ahead of the game with respect to AI than, say, federal you know, it's it's interesting in terms of the juxtaposition. I think overall, uh, when we look at what government leaders uh, have been saying, and, and this is in terms of both sort of surveys that have been done and our discussions with them, 80% of government leaders are saying they're very open to the digital transformation through AI. They, they know that they should be focused on that. But 70% of them feel that they're lagging behind the private sector. So it's a, it's a hard sort of demarcation to say, say is state and local ahead or is federal ahead. I would say that in most cases what we see is that in the private sector, uh, companies are saying, in particular high growth companies, that they will be adopting AI in one to three years. And we don't really see a difference from government leaders in that regard. Um, but there is this perception that um, business may be moving faster than government. Um, but I don't know that that's necessarily the case in practice. I think what we see actually when questions are posed to us in terms of how quickly they can move, very often the issue isn't around the technology at all. It's around sort of siloed data. It's around not having access to the data that they need. It's, you know, AI depends on more than just the integrity of the data. And um, when you see often in government agencies sort of fragmented um, data or it's owned by different departments, there is a different level of collaboration that needs to, to come to the forefront. Um, and that may be where we see, for instance, in, in the private sector, that moves a little bit more quickly uh, than in the government sector at times. And that implies then that for a government, say a department, to have a strategy for AI, it really needs top leadership to buy in so that they can adjudicate those siloed issues among the many components that make up the typical department. Absolutely. Um, as, as we say, and I think this is core to AI business school, is that developing an AI strategy extends way beyond the problems you're trying to solve to the leadership, the behaviors, the capabilities, um, there is a tendency to only think of this as a technology issue, but successful leaders and, and implementers of AI really need to install a data-driven approach that breaks down these silos and really fosters an environment where that cross-functional teamwork is 
not only vital, but it's also celebrated. So, you know, empowering people from all functions in a company, it's not just, or and also in an agency, it's not just the data scientists or the technical people, it's empowering everyone from all functions, especially those closest to the problem that needs to be solved, to contribute ideas, ask questions, make suggestions. And without that, I think the ability to drive change and adopt new ways of, of doing work through AI is very hard. So uh, it is really fostering an inclusive approach. And one of the big issues for federal agencies, perhaps to a greater degree than other entities, or at least to the same degree as other entities, is the need for the ethical outcomes in applying data to AI algorithms. And that's a sticky wicket if you don't really understand fully the data you're feeding into it. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, when I think about some of the most, uh, so there's four modules of uh, AI Business School. One is strategy, uh, which we just talked a little bit about. The other is culture, which we also talked about. And now to your point around responsible AI, um, one of the top challenges that leaders talk to us about is the risks and liabilities that they see as a challenge, which can be blockers to them from adopting AI. And um, almost a quarter of the folks we talk about really cite governance issues. And so we took special pains um, in our approach in AI Business School to help articulate how to manage those risks related to AI and how the decisions that they make regarding AI are, are critical in terms of not only um, their approach, but the ethical accountability, to your point, in making these decisions really needs to be scaled across the entire agency or department. Um, and it's very often the question we say a lot is not what AI can do, it's what AI should do. And so right from the get-go, our recommendation and the approach in our business school is rolling out a well-defined leadership and governance approach that ensures the right actions are being taken in a transparent, but also in an explainable way. So it's really important not to look at AI models as these closed sort of black boxes, but being able to explain and also to be able to detect uh, bias. And who should, getting out of the brass tacks, who should access the AI Business School and how do they do it? It's free, available on our website from uh, Microsoft AI. Um, AI Business School, and it's available, quite frankly, to anyone who is interested in learning about AI uh, and through these four modules of creating strategy, how you approach culture, responsible AI, and technology. It really is um, being used uh, almost in a, in a viral way by business leaders, um, business decision makers, people making these decisions. Um, we're seeing uh, folks that are very interested in ethical or responsible approaches to AI coming in and taking the entire course. What I would say is that it is very snackable, meaning that somebody can come in and choose their learning path, go off, come back. We know that people are super busy. You don't have to go in any particular sort of uh, order. Um, we have all kinds of sort of lectures, uh, resources, tools, white papers, um, available as well as a part of the experience. And so it's really open to anyone. And we've had uh, in the last two months 140,000 uh, people go through the learning paths of the, of the AI Business School, which we're super gratified about. 
Mitra Azizirad is Corporate Vice President for Microsoft AI. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Find a link to more information and to this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on demand and on your device. Subscribe at Apple Podcast or Podcast One.